Our top national story. I'm going crazy. You know, I'm, I'm at loss of words. I, I don't even know how to talk no more. Just, nobody knows where my daughter's at right now. Family members desperate for answers as an 18-year-old gunman kills 19 children and two adults. He went from classroom to classroom at a Texas elementary school. Our friend and former Cox Media Group colleague Tony Plahetsky is with the Austin American Statesman and KVUT uh, ETV. Just hour, th- uh, just over three hours by car to Uvalde uh, again there this morning since yesterday. Can you just kind of set the scene of uh, where things are at this morning and what's new from overnight, Tony? Well, it is definitely a scene of tragedy this morning as authorities are still trying to piece together. They are at the crime scene this morning trying to learn everything that precipitated this bloodshed at this elementary school. They are going through the crime scene. They are still trying to determine exactly how many firearms the shooter had, how many rounds he may have fired. But we are told that he did have more than one weapon, and he also apparently was wearing body armor at the time of this attack, which authorities say, as you can imagine, impeded law enforcement from trying to take him down. Tony, is everyone accounted for at this point? It is my understanding that everyone is accounted for, but of course, keeping in mind that uh, some of the parents are still awaiting formal notification that one of their children may have passed away inside that school. Uh, Parents were at a community center, a civic center here last night, and you could literally hear their wails, their shouting and, and horror upon receiving the news or or likely news that their children were among the victims. Rob, elementary school and in the town, which is about 16,000 or so, I come from a town around that size or so, so people know each other. What have you been able to gather in terms of uh, the families knowing each other and maybe even knowing this gunman? Well, word and belief of who the children were quickly spread, as you can imagine, in a small town. And so families were were finding out uh, relatively quickly who the unaccounted for children were, as well as the children who were injured. And the teachers as well, we are told that two teachers, as you mentioned, are among the dead. Uh, But as we go through the day today, authorities will hopefully give us a, a final count of of the number of injured as well. And then, of course, I expect today we will begin learning the names of these young children. Keeping in mind, we're talking seven, eight, nine years old. This is an elementary school that had about 450 students ages kindergarten through fourth grade. So uh, definitely a, a the tragedy will will continue to unfold this morning as we learn about these victims and their young lives. Tony, we're likely to also see more and more national resources and attention come into that small town, not far from the border, actually, uh, with Mexico. If you know the Del Rio area, for example, a short drive to Del Rio, Texas, uh, in terms of the resources, does that include law enforcement, certainly the news media? And then I would imagine some of the uh, attention from members of Congress and, and others. How's the town preparing for the days ahead? Well, I can tell you every hotel in Uvalde, Texas, is completely booked. It's been completely saturated by uh, the media, the, the international media that is converging on this town. It's very reminiscent of the time that I spent in Sutherland Springs, Texas, in 2017 after that mass shooting at a church there, where the, the small town literally becomes 
overwhelmed by the number of people responding to this tragedy. Of course, you mentioned the news media, but federal law enforcement, state law enforcement as well, coming in to uh, to support uh, law enforcement here locally. Keep in mind uh, that that law enforcement on the ground here in this town is very much directly impacted by what's happening, either by knowing some of the victims, but also we do know that two law enforcement officials were among the shot and injured yesterday. You mentioned 2017 as a reporter, but also as a human being. How do you approach the victims in these kinds of situations to allow for grieving, but to allow for the proper storytelling of what happened? How difficult is that? That's really a good question and one that I think we all try to be mindful of. One of the things that always strikes me in this situation, um, and, and in fact, any tragedy over my years of reporting, is that so often you and I may expect that family members truly want to be left alone. They don't want to be approached. But I have found that in many instances that family members see this as their opportunity for to tell the story of their loved one, the life that he or she led, as well as to bring a face to the tragedy and their own grief. And so I, I do find that, that as the day progresses, that many of those families, I expect, may be stepping up. Some won't, of course, and we will respect their privacy. But the stories that families want to bring forward to us we will we will be sharing with with the public. I hate the circumstances, but I value hearing your voice, and it's good to hear from a friend, Tony Plahetsky, Austin Thank American you. Statesman, and KBUE TV. Just over three hours to Uvalde, Texas, and we'll stay in touch.